0: Hello and welcome to Who's He, the Doctor Who podcast with me Phil And me Paul And on this week's show we continue with our retrospective of Series 5 As we take a look back at Victory of the Daleks Oh dear, we're so sorry, we're so very very sorry Etta The rest of you are watching Torchwood and we're bringing you Victory of the Daleks But uh, what, what do you expect? We haven't got Torchwood to review have we? No. (laughs) No, we've got a few more days to wait. Um, But anyway, first the news. And there are quite a few items to report on this week. And so obviously, as it's Torchwood week in the UK, we will start with Torchwood news. And firstly, the BBC Radio 4 um, series of Torchwood, The Lost Files, uh, begins tomorrow, the 11th of July. And again, on Tuesday the 12th of July and Wednesday the 13th of July, all on at 2.15pm. ...in the afternoon play slot. Um, so I can say is at least that's one thing we get in the UK... Um, tortured wise that we get first. So, uh, But anyway, there are three separate plays... Um, ...which are all set before the events of Children of Earth... ...and basically we've got the episode titles. Uh, the first one is The Devil and Miss Carew. The uh, second one is Submission. And the third one is The House of the Dead... Uh, so, the plot synopses are available on the internet, but we won't be discussing that here, um, as obviously we do not do spoilers on this show. Um, no. So, no, so I'm quite looking forward to them. I uh, don't know about yourself, Paul. Yeah. Did you listen to any of the others? The previous
1: ones they did? I must admit, I didn't. I didn't. Were they any good? Um, I listened to one of them, which was which was okay, and I yes. think I've actually it was actually available as podcasts. So I've still got them somewhere. Oh well, wow. I meaning to listen to them, but I haven't yet.
0: Oh, well, that'll be uh, yeah. i they'll probably still lurking around on the uh, on the internet somewhere then, which would be quite good. So uh, yeah. So obviously um, these these sort of little plays are a nice little lead in to um, Tortured Miracle Day, which f- of course airs in the UK on Thursday the 14th of July at 9pm on BBC One. Yeah, and, and you've already probably you already made up your own opinions of it, having watched it yourself. Yes, <laughs> indeed. That. I was going to say, for those of you in North America, you'll be looking forward to episode two. Yes. So, uh, yes, good luck with that. Um, have you sort of looked at any reviews or anything? I've, I've stayed clear of everything so far, personally. Yes, so have I. Yeah. No, I say no point in spoiling it for myself. No, that's right. Um, I think... It's gonna it's gonna ruin my um, sort of podcast listening for this week because I think just about just about every podcast I listen to are all doing Torchwood. Yeah, we're so, gonna be about a week behind everybody else now. We, we? are, we are. Um, I know. That, I think there are other sort of UK-based podcasts that have uh, sort of downloaded it via the net. Um, I haven't bothered. I'd rather watch it for the first time on
1: on the television rather than on on a computer screen. Yeah, although it would be interesting to be able to see them as to see what's different as there are going to be. Well, there's only.
0: Well, I was going to say, there's only one. I think there's one um, tweet um, that I I picked up on. Apparently, there is no difference. Right. Between the UK. On this episode, anyway. The first episode, there is no difference between the UK and the US versions. Um, So, hopefully, there should be. Hopefully, not too many changes as it goes on. So anyway, um, so we'll continue with the Torchwood news, and the DVD and Blu-ray release date for Torchwood Miracle Day has been announced on Amazon, in the UK anyway, as the 14th of November this year. Um, I just find this a little bit unbelievable um, that we've waited so long for the actual television air date, and then we get the DVD release date before the first episode's even aired.
1: Yeah, I think that just shows that the BBC knew exactly when they were showing it. Yeah, that's for a right. long while, and I've just actually played on the the outrage and suspense. Well, the, the, they've caused to, to actually
0: promote it. Yeah, absolutely right. Um, I was say, speaking of which, the the BBC actually issued a, issued a defensive statement um, this week, which was in response to all the British fans' anger at the six-day delay in transmission. Um, basically, it more or less said they viewed it was the best time to show it. Blah blah blah. Um, it's. Well, there's no point in dwelling on it. it. It's it's done with. But, you know, yeah. the SBO, the I think people just need to get over it now.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, we think we've 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 always said that they, they obviously contractually <clears throat> stars had it first, so that was the Friday out. The couldn't show it on the Friday. Yeah. Was never going to show it on a Saturday night. No, never, never. The only chance it had of being on the same weekend was if they showed it on the Sunday night. Yeah. Um, but. Other than that, it was then always going to be a weekday. It was, weekday yeah. Night. yeah. Um, I mean, was there much difference between Monday to Thursday, really?
0: No, I think we were sort of thinking at one point it might be um, like a double episode thing, but if there is this contractual thing there where there have to be six days behind transmission in, in the States, or yeah. North America full stop, I should say, um, then, yeah, it's, it is what it is, and that's it. So I think it would just be... I think people out there just be grateful. It's it's on this week. Yeah. It's finally starting.
1: So uh there we go. I mean once once it once it was not being transmitted in the same twenty four to forty eight hours, hmm. anybody who was then trying to avoid there was all spoilers or whatever, is gonna have the same problem whether it was on Sunday night or Thursday night. Yeah, that's right. It's right. I mean so, it's it's just the nature
0: of the beast. Um it's just it's just the fact that all all the um I said all the podcasts I listen to all the websites I'd I look at I'm gonna to have to avoid like the plague now until after Thursday. Um, fortunately, Twitter hasn't really gone into any details about anything apart from that one thing about the, there's no difference between the UK and the US first episode. So um so please, please people on Twitter or the rather the people I follow on Twitter please um. Keep it to yourselves for the time being. Thank you.
1: Yeah, the only problem you might have is the last, very last episode. If there's some big reveal in that,
0: yeah, yeah, that's it. How many
1: ten weeks time or whatever?
0: Well, considering there's a, there's a lot of people out there like us who um, don't do the spoiler thing, um, so I would I would hope they they would stick to that.
1: Yeah, I mean, having said that, there's a lot of things between what you'd consider a spoiler in your country and. You may not realise that it actually is a spoiler. Well, I, I don't know. I think I think
0: there's. Um, I thought I think really could sort of give, give the, the other sort of podcasters
1: or bloggers a bit a bit of credit, yeah. credit there, really. Because I no, think, I'm not. I'm not know, talking about the. Yeah, I'm just talking general people. Oh um, yeah, I mean yeah, the, the
0: usual people who will, um, who sort of Stephen Moffat railed against earlier this year with um, on sort of certain forums, you know, that you know, the guy who um yeah went to that preview screening and then wrote it all and up. wrote it all up. Yeah. I mean, yeah, those are the sort of people who will write it all up on the net. Um but I'd say the people who do a similar sort of thing to what we're doing, um but only better. then, <laughs> wasn't <laughs> Um yeah, they they're not gonna say anything. Um but, you know, obviously if they have seen it, um, obviously the podcast in North America, it's out in the public domain there. I mean, the episode yeah. is in the public domain full stop. You, there are, if you want to see it, you can get it by hook or by crook. We're just choosing not to. Just lazy. Just lazy. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Um, I think probably more to the fact, I, I don't want any more viruses on my sodding PC. <laughs> From going on sort of uh, download sites and whatever. So uh anyway, uh, that's that's the Torchwood news. Um now there is some Doctor Who news. Um sort of quite a few things sort of popped up this week. Um first thing, um, it's been announced that the next episode, or the first episode I should say, in um series six point two, Let's Kill Hitler, will be shown at the Edinburgh International Television Festival on the twenty-sixth of August, and it will be shown at the film house. Um which I don't believe has been done before, has it? I know obviously we haven't had Doctor Who at this time of the year for quite some
1: yeah, I mean, I mean, many years that's... now, isn't it? Well, other than um, the Waters of Mars, wasn't it? it? Was November? Yeah. So that would have probably been the only time they could have shown something. I mean, the, the, that's right. I mean, the Edinburgh of... was new sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Edinburgh Festival is quite a
0: um, is quite a big deal. Um, so obviously that's going to be one of well, I would think one of the, the key events for the television festival, um, and it also seems to suggest that that the beginning or well, that episode will air on the television possibly a couple of weeks afterwards. Yeah, because you'll be sort of uh, sort of second weekend in September then. Yeah, so, well, I'm, well, you probably? Yes, yes, yes. We well, have to. Well, one thing we have to actually, we'll, we'll talk about that at the end of the show. Um, because they're they're sort of um, development. We're not too sure what we're going to do next weekend
1: yet. I know it's... uh, it's... I'm protesting about the lateness. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to hold back our podcast for (laughs) six days. (laughs) In
0: other words, cutting off our noses to spite our faces. Oh, dear. Um, Another bit of Doctor Who news. Um, It's been announced that Beth Willis, um, one of the current producers of Doctor Who, will be leaving the BBC um, in September to rejoin Kudos, the production company she worked at before joining the Doctor Who production team. Uh, Stephen Moffat released a couple of lines about her saying, that we couldn't keep her forever, though God knows I tried. She's off to be brave and brilliant in brand, news, brand new ways, and the sad news for Doctor Who is that it will be somewhere else.
1: When I read that, actually, I just thought that sounded such like Russell T Davies. He <laughs> so did, I actually. found a, an old quote left behind by him. <laughs> It, 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 it was the
0: it was the brave and brilliant bit, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah,
1: yeah. Um so obviously
0: that means that the BBC needs to find another producer, um, in addition to replacing Piers Wenger as well, who went off to was it film four, wasn't it, I believe? Mm. Um, before the film of the Christmas special and the seventh series. Um but obviously we we wish her well, whoever she does, and her boots.
1: Yes.
0: Yes. Um now, obviously I'm not gonna sort of um could Any crints in the private eye story that ran a few weeks ago? Because they were saying that she was um, being sacked, basically because of the over her and Piers Wenger were being sacked, uh, which is nothing the case. He's gone on to other things, and Beth Willis has gone to other things as well. So um, I, I probably suspect that they heard she was leaving of a her, of her sort of own volition, and they put their own spin on things.
1: Yeah, just the fact both of them went at the same time, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. It Just
0: looked a bit a bit odd, but. Uh, no, we've, you know, they've done two series, um, you know, you, you, people expect, uh, they're always expecting like the lead actors of Doctor Who to leave at the, the drop of a hat, they're always speculating who the new Doctor is going to be, and you know, he's, le- he's definitely leaving into the series, um, so of course why should we be any more surprised when members of the production team want to move on and do other things as well?
1: Yeah, I mean yeah. it must be more of a bind working on the same series, week after week. Mm. For them, then it is for the actors. To be honest, at least the
0: actors are doing some different lines, aren't they? They're just having the same meetings with the same people. Yeah, blah blah blah, having the same problems. Um, but anyway, it's. Um, I'm sure they'll um, they'll find someone equally up to the task. Um, and finally, um, another bit of a peculiar um, news, or well, I find it peculiar anyway. Um, Stephen Moffat, as you this, he responded to a. A question put to him at Comic Con France, uh with regard to the number of episodes that have been shown in two thousand and twelve. And he apparently said, um, contrary to some rumours you may have heard, there will be the same number of episodes. Um he then also added there will be a change in transmission, but not on the number of episodes. Um I just this is all a bit
1: peculiar really, isn't it? Yeah. We're getting one thing from one person, and
0: yeah, it's just really this has been a bit of a um, a bit of a mess with the uh, with this series actually. Well, announcement wise, anyway, they just don't seem to know how they want to play it. Yeah, I don't. I, it really matters little, to be honest. Exactly. We know it's going to air in twenty twelve, um, and I think we've, you know we've said before. I mean, I. I Certainly have. I don't really care how many episodes we get as long as Doctor Who is still on the television. Yeah, I mean that's the main thing, isn't it? Is it is. Yeah, making it. Yeah, um, and I think that's what a lot of the fans just keep, keep seem to forgetting. It's still on the television. It's not going away. It's still there. Um, but he also gave um, a couple of hints on sort of two major characters. Um, what will happen in? Um, I think what, I thought we was getting at what was going to happen in in the next half of this series six point two. Um, not well, ma- you're never sure. <laughs> you're never sure. Um, but again, I'm I'm not going to divulge those details. Actually, they could be construed as spoilers. Uh, there was no great detail given away, um, but I'm I'm still going to err on the side of caution. I really am. So, um, so quite an eventful week. Yes, really, for Torchwood and Doctor Who. So that was the news. Okay, um, and as promised at the beginning of the uh, the show, we'll carry on with our series five retrospective
1: with a look back at Victory of the Daleks. Um, and was, did did you enjoy it as much as you was looking forward to it? Oh yes.
0: <laughs> could you? Could you? Tell the, the sarcasm in my voice there. Uh, I know I said last week I was looking forward to it in in a, in a perverse way. Um, and I, I, Actually, I, I'll let you start off, Paul. I'll let you start right. off. Go, go for it.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> I don't think my opinion has changed on this since I first saw it, <laughs> to be honest.
0: Because is, is this the first time you've seen
1: it since transmission? Yes, it is, yeah. So, yeah. You, so yesterday. You... Watched it again yesterday. Hmm. And that was the first time since it actually was shown. Um, so, what was what was your opinion of it back then? That's yeah, and it just it just disappointing. I think um, the fact is actually watching it again now, mm. I couldn't make up my mind whether it was too long or not long enough, which is an odd thing to be saying. But I, certainly, I think the first twenty five minutes of it mm. stand up very well good story, moving along, and then it's almost as if they suddenly realised we're more than halfway through the episode and we haven't done this and we haven't done that, and it seems to just get rushed from then on.
0: Yeah, I, 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 I do know exactly what you mean. Um, I, I agree with you with the, with the with the sort of, like you say, the first 20-25 minutes um, was pretty good. Um, the build-up was good. The payoff was bloody awful. Yeah, it really was. Um, I, I mean, thought...
1: right up to to when he's actually arguing and trying to actually make them reveal themselves mm. as hostile, mm. was good. From the moment, actually, yeah, from the moment to be honest, where he first comes out from behind the sandbags,
0: yeah, and introduced
1: as introduces the Ironside to the point where he gives his testimony, yeah, is. Pretty good. Um, I, I, I think well, you're going to disagree with that, are you?
0: Well, no, you were saying about the sort of the dialogue appearing from behind the base? Well, the, the trouble is that would have been that would have been a good reveal if it at the end of an episode. Well, no, I was going to say it was a good reveal to open the episode with. The only problem was you saw the shadow of the dalek against the wall at the end of yeah. the Beast Below, and it. It completely ruined that surprise. It, well, it was a sur- has it, well the title really ruins that Ruins surprise. it exactly, yeah. Um you know, if they if they were gonna try and sort of um go for the big reveal was which was shooting down those aircraft, um Yeah. which again I, I I'm sorry, because um I'm a bit of a, a sort of um aircraft sort of nut and particularly sort of like during that, that period of that period of history, um Stuka dive bombers did not attack London. They didn't have the range. They attacked the coastal radar defences. That's about as far as they got. Um, and they also didn't fly in a straight line like that either. It was um, that. That was that bit was absolute nonsense. It really was absolute nonsense. Um,
1: so anyway, um, I like the fact that that's the bit you, you you criticize on this and not alien lasers. Well, no, no, I'm, I'm not going to criticize that. It's just it's just the fact
0: that that's. That's the science fiction bit. That's fiction. Yeah. Um, but when you're trying yeah. to recreate um, a particularly sort of a very, very famous part of British history and a particularly famous part of British World War Two history, um, you go and do things like that. You know, um, when we get back to doing Christopher Eccleston, I have that same problem with um, the empty child um, episode as well, which is also set during the blitz. Um, but I'll I'll slag that bit off when I when, when I when it. I get to it, yes. Yeah. Um yes anyway, um I yeah, I completely agree with you so far. So what was so what did you particularly like? What what was great about the opening twenty, twenty five minutes for
1: you then? Um, I think just on the They d I think they did other than your obviously aircraft, I'll leave your superior aircraft knowledge. <laughs> To you, but just they did get a sort of feel of the war, and it's actually the other bit of it when they actually moved the Dalek across the map. Also, gave it away before you actually see the Dalek. as well. <laughs> Indeed, it did, didn't it? Yeah, I forgot about that. But um, I actually, just suddenly remembered that bit as well. <laughs> I mean, another
0: another key fact as well. They didn't have um, like the the, the the plotting map in the war in Churchill's war rooms. Yeah, that's a complete fabrication as well.
1: Um, I don't, okay, it's for, it's for dramatic effect, um, but the and it's a question of how how do you get it into that sort of you've, to lay the story that quickly you've got yeah to that's right actual sure cuts yeah
0: um, you know the, the the war rooms were reserved for the cabinet um, yeah you know not not for um, R E F plotters um, if 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 anyone out there has never been to RAF Duxford go to because they still got a plotting room um, there. Um, sort of like recreated it, it was the plotter and they used um, Sort of back in the Second World War Obviously been been preserved And you'll see the actual size of the place um, Compared to Compared to what the, you, you saw In Victory of the Daleks um, yeah. So okay, that, that's my um, Mother thing, I've got some other Quibbles about the aircraft authenticity
1: Later on as well, but anyway, carry on <laughs> What, what, you Spitfires can't go into space? Well? <laughs> Believe it or not <laughs> Um,
0: and our engineers were good,
1: but bloody hell! <laughs> there's no, I mean, it was just also the the whole sort of going back to, um, is it Power of the Daleks? Yeah, and the that it was the going back to that was good. I liked the yeah, fact that... that he was getting angry. He tried, the one man on his own trying to tell everybody there. They're all wrong. Which which again well.
0: also echoes power of the Daleks again.
1: Yeah. Um because no,
0: neither in that story, um neither Ben or Polly had seen the Daleks before, only the doctor had, he knew exactly what they were what they were capable of, and they were going around sort of saying, you know, I'm your servant and you've got exactly the same setup yeah. in
1: So it's a very, very good um homage in that respect. Yeah. Definitely. Also the neat thing of actually Amy not knowing them using actually worked bad into the plot as well. Yeah. Rather than it being, you know, yeah.
0: why doesn't she? Yeah, the whole crack in the in the universe. Yeah. yeah. It was um yeah, that sort of again that was a nice little mystery added in there. Um but I I actually I, I did love the, the Ironside Daleks. Yeah. I have to be honest with the you know sprayed sort of you know, the car key with the um with the webbing belts on them. And uh, um, I did also like, again, I couldn't quite see the point to this. Um, You had the little covers um, over the Dalek ears. Yeah. The light ears. Again, wouldn't have served any purpose in broad daylight.
1: No. I suspect somebody come up with the idea that it was going to be a sort of blackout thing, Mm. which obviously to show the lights, stop the light showing. That's fine. If it's in blackout, this is broad daylight, but then yeah, they still obviously someone having pleased got pleased with themselves in coming up with the prop, then yeah. used it regardless, even though it was actually in daylight. Yeah, that didn't make one bit of sense to me, not at all, not at all. Um, I suppose it yeah. could be said that the Dalek stays up there twenty-four hours a day, and they, it's not worth some—it's not worth the time somebody keep running up there and putting them on and off.
0: <laughs> You're making excuses for them now. Stop it.
1: Well, I mean, man man hours and whatever it is. <laughs> it's not exactly impairing them. Not really. Um, oh, dear. There was, Unless there's two together and you can't tell which one's talking. <laughs> um, I, thought
0: you, I thought you were going to do my vision is, in, is not impaired gag there, actually. but No. No, good. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so putting that to one side, so yeah, I did like the... Um, the sort of the furtive glances that the, the the doctor and the daleks were giving each other yeah you know you could you the doctor knew they were up to something and the who daleks it was going to crack yeah um, and obviously the you know the daleks game plan worked yeah you know so um i did like what did you think of ian mcneese as churchill because i, I I must admit, when I first watched it, because apparently he's played Churchill um on stage before. Yeah.
1: And they particularly went after him, didn't they? they to get indeed, him to, yeah. Um to
0: do it. and it's not an impersonation by any stretch it's, it's an impression no. rather yeah. than an impersonation. Um and I must admit when I first watched it, I didn't think he would he brought anything Churchill like um to it at all. But then when I watched it again yesterday, um because I said I, the last time I watched this episode was, was sort of ran about Christmas time when, when I got the box set. Um, when I watched it again yesterday, um, I could actually pick up on more sort of sort of Churchillisms, for want of a better yeah, description. It wasn't
1: overly cliched, was it? No, it wasn't. It was. It was enough to to let you know. To give a flavour without actually, yeah, I think that's, that's, it down your throat every time. Yeah, I, th-
0: I think that's probably the, the best best description I've heard. It's a it was a flavour of Churchill. That's a very
1: yeah, yeah but yeah, it's the the best description you can. So, have. so he, he just sort of <clears throat> didn't dominate the story. No, but no, it didn't.
0: No, it was good. It, I thought I thought he was very good in it. Um, obviously, the all the R E F personnel. I mean they were were just basically walking cliches really. Um yeah. you had the sort of upper class mustachioed wing commander, you had the one of the um WAF plotters who's got a a sweetheart who's been shot yeah. down over, you know, it's the, it very, very that was very, very cliched, um yeah. that side of things.
1: But then again, with time, you haven't got time to flesh out these characters. No. So I suppose Not, it's you you put in yeah, Stereotypes, just to yeah, and as you say, you've only and got and they're all background characters. So yeah, I mean,
0: you know, you've got that forty-five minute time span to fill this yeah. in. Um, but as you say, they sort of had a nice little builder, and then apparently ran out of time. And they, as you said, they they crammed so many things in afterwards. Yeah. Um, but before before we get on to the, like that that half of the episode, um, I quite like the Professor Bracewell character. Yeah. Um Right up until the point he was revealed as an android.
1: And I think from that point on, was it, he went downhill also. Um I mean, the idea of that, of him being an android, was very good, I think. In the fact, rather than him being created, they created him to... Allow them to be introduced without a rising suspicion Hmm. i thought was was a very good idea
0: yeah it was yeah it was quite um quite well done. it's just the fact that when he became an android he's, apart from actually i'll i'll leave the gravity bubble uh, thing alone for a minute um yeah i, I think he he just sort of became um, redundant i mean you know he, i know he was um used as a as a, a bomb at the end yeah uh which again i'll 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 come to um because i i've got so many comparisons to make to um russell t davis with with the way that that story ended in particular so um so yeah i mean that's that's the that's the good um the good parts um now obviously You're probably the same as me. It's when the Dalits go back to their ship, hiding behind the moon. Yeah, um, that's when it all goes
1: dreadfully wrong. Um. Yeah. Again, you see, I don't actually necessarily mind the idea of what they was trying to do there. No, I'd I'd say I, I don't mind the idea. It was the way it was written, and
0: the way it was executed. Was really really poor,
1: yeah.
0: I I'd, I'd really really don't like that half of the episode at all. I thought if they had just continued with that sort of setup, fine. But then obviously it would have ended up with you know the Daleks being destroyed forever sort of thing. If there had been a no um, sort of was it the, the Dalek paradigm whatever they call it, yeah. Um, then then. Fine, and considering that they they went through all that time and effort to build new Daleks, and they were very very heavily promoted over because we had the we had the general election, and you had the different coloured Daleks representing depending on which copy of the Radio Times you bought, um, representing the colour of each political party.
1: Yeah. Um, so there was a lot of time, and then that <laughs> oh, that passed me by. Actually,
0: did it? Oh, right. No, it was. Um, yeah, because you you could buy one with, with a blue Dalek, a red Dalek, or um, a, a yellow Dalek mm. on the front. So, um, so it, it all sort of tied. Whether it, I mean and I in the end, so. you
1: end up with a blue Dalek with yellow spots. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and look where that's got us. Yes, oh, dear. Anyway, um, yeah. So, so then to sort of then sort of say afterwards, and I don't know if this was anything to do with because there was. Quite a big backlash at the time, wasn't there yeah which which has been sort of well covered um in other media um but obviously we haven't discussed it before, and so we might as well chuck our, our two penneth in as well yeah. <laughs> i suppose um I must admit at the time
1: i I didn't mind them the the, the redesigned Daleks. Yeah, I don't mind them either, to be honest. I mean, I think the whole of this um, f- series five onwards is, is looking back more to actually the Peter Cushing films, isn't it, with the props?
0: Yeah, I mean... I th- I with think... the
1: TARDIS. Yeah. And, I... and now with the Daleks. So yeah. Um, I th- it's I th- m- th- not completely a, a new idea. No, it's not. Um, I, I, I do think that people do
0: misremember the Daleks in the Peter Cushing films because obviously that they've got that um the massive sort of skirt on the bottom like the, the the film Daleks had. Um and for a long time now they've used the the film style Dalek ears as well rather than the, the little sort of round um indicator style like I think mm-hmm. they t- took it off a of Morris Minor weren't they or something originally? Um so obviously you've got that but they they weren't all multi coloured like that. No, but they were. And that's the mistake people make. Different coloured. They were different coloured, but everyone said, "Oh yeah, all the darts were multicoloured. No, they weren't. (laughs) Only a very, very,
1: very few of them were. Now, unless that's how they're going to go with it. I mean, the fact is, those all supposed to be. Those ones were all supposed to represent different. I can't remember what they are now. Can you? you Can Can I I remember? Head. Um,
0: Was it scientist? um, Eternal.
1: Was it strategist? Strategist was the other one. I can um, remember. Soldier, yeah, and um, supreme, supreme, yeah, yeah. So I suspect, actually, what you what you would get if you actually had a another series, Dalek series, you'd probably only have three or four. You'd have predominantly all one colour Daleks. Well, of soldier Daleks, and then the three or. Four different coloured ones, probably being in the whatever the supreme Dalek ship is. Mm. Yeah, I mean, the only thing—it's not as if we're actually now going to end up with loads of multicoloured Daleks running around all over the place. Well, apparently,
0: um, it's not the end of the Russell T. Davis era Daleks. Apparently, they still have a part to play, according to Stephen
1: Moffat. Well, you could get back to the um, period of, was it, uh, of the two fra- factions of Daleks fighting mm. each other. Yeah, you could, though. Um... It's actually these two, these three, actually, of the not pure Daleks just submitted, didn't they? They did. To um... the good of the Dalek cause, whereas others may not have. If there's any other ships that have survived, wouldn't necessarily have do that no um i I
0: suppose not but again that whole dalek faction thing i mean to my mind did get a little bit overly complicated i couldn't remember who the hell was who well
1: to the extent now actually you've got a you've got a perfect thing because they look like the old style daleks and the new daleks look like the new daleks yes um
0: yeah at least they're a bit more obvious
1: you're not uh, going to have that problem of not being able to quite identify which which ones are, are talking hmm. to which. Well, the only thing I can sort of gather at the end at the end of that, they're going back to Scarrow to
0: to rebuild. Um, yeah. Which is what I I secretly do. I do hope. Um, I know that uh, McCoy's doctor destroyed Scaro um, back in his day, but I I don't know. You, you never know. If, I don't know if he blew the planet up or he just. Burnt it Like he Like he Like Chris Ruggsson Kept saying they all burned So I, I don't know Um Yeah Really don't know What's happening With that one Um and But it, it just seems The
1: fact that They're going from A different time point As well Yeah Um So they're Currently going forward From 1940 Whatever One or whatever Yeah See So They can They can arrive there Anytime they like really. They can do
0: They can do Was it Opened up the time corridor Wasn't it Um yeah but anyway i know we we've sort of sort of waxing lyrical about you know you know the the potential for where they can take these daleks but at the time i thought the the actual set on the dalek ship was really really cheap looking it looked like no effort had been put into that whatsoever Look, they'd blown their cash on making these new daleks which everybody hated at the time um and they people still do um I must admit I, I don't like that weird little hump on the back.
1: Apparently though, that's that's there for a reason, isn't
0: it? It is there for a reason, but have you watched um on the DVD had you, had you watched it with the Invision commentary as well with Mark Gatis? Yeah. And he doesn't like that part that part of the new design either. No. So when you've when you've actually got the the writer can't defend it either. It's yeah. just a little bit. They usually have to sort of usually toe the party lines to a certain extent, don't they? Um, but for, for him to come out and say, "I don't," but, I sort of agree with the fans, sort of there. I, I, I don't like that. Well, bit he's about just it. he's
1: just written that they they're reborn, isn't it? He's not yeah. actually said what they are, and obviously, how much of a plot device that will become in future episodes, we just don't know. We don't know, and. Um,
0: what well, I think the part I was trying to make earlier they spent I mean you this... can
1: understand it as a good idea as to what, if, if I understand what the hump is going to be, is quite a good idea. Yeah, perhaps it would be another weapon of some some description, yep, isn't it? it? Can, can turn round and swap its gun or plunger yeah. for something else. Yeah. Um, which it but carries but
0: it, just, it just seems really <laughs> well, it just seems weird to me that they, they spent all that money on, on like new Daleks and promote them rather heavily and then to say, well, actually, we're not going to use the Daleks for quite some time. We're going to give them a rest. Um, I, just, I just find that a bit of a bizarre... Actually, it's probably a good decision, because they have been over, um, overused since Doctor Who came back. Yeah.
1: And they've had that, that before, haven't they? Periods where they felt they've overused them. And yeah. Had...
0: I mean, if you go back to between Troughton and Pertwee... Um, yeah. It was a long time coming before. I mean, Day of the Daleks—that was a last-minute addition, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, to you know, adding Daleks to the story. Um, and then sort of like then you had Genesis the Daleks, and then you didn't. Then there was a long gap again. Yeah. Between Genesis and Destiny. Yeah. Um, that wasn't really worth the wait either, was it? But. Um. Yeah. So I think then you had a, quite a, a, another
1: wait again before uh, Peter dawsons turn. Yeah.
0: I mean following that
1: most of them have only then had one I mean if you think that all the time Tom Baker was the Doctor he only fought them twice twice yeah and that's probably a good way to do it yeah there's there's no need to to have them they tend to like to bring them in early into a regeneration just to make sure that those fans that haven't quite followed the new Doctor will tune in for a a Dalek episode. Yeah. And then, fine, after that, then leave it. Leave it, I think yeah. they did, I think Russell T Davies did use them too much. He did. Um, and I don't think people would have a problem with that.
0: It was just the fact that they were dispatched in such a, um, I don't know the best way to put it, sort of a lazy fashion... As yeah. well, it was that that, that um, I hope I'm pronouncing this right. That Deus Ex Machina that he had, sort of like oh, you had Rose with the Time Vortex. Yeah, I mean, again, it, that that just came out of nowhere. Um, the same thing again with the Doctor Donna thing. Um, and when we get back to um, doing a retrospective of, of Series Four, I um, will unleash my bile on um, on that particular. Ending as well, um, so it's just the way they were. Of... How
1: many times did Tenant face them? Four, three, four. Um, so my three times was it? If the you've got Doomsday, haven't you? Doomsday,
0: um, Evolution of the Daleks.
1: Yeah,
0: um, and then Stolen Earth and Journey's yeah. End. And of course, they did make a, a, a very brief cameo in Waters of Mars, but again, they were used to good
1: effect. Yeah. Yeah, no, in forty some miles, fine, but you know, but as I'm saying, that's that that's three times in, what, three years? Yeah. So, you know, and it, that you did get the feeling, oh, not another Dalek one. It was, yeah. Um, so, and, and just the fact the way they were dispatched as well, and I think
0: as that Stephen Moffat said that you know it is, they are, they turn up um, bigger and and in larger numbers than ever, and then the Doctor. Kills them all off, and then um, one of them survives and brings them all back again. And it just, you know, wash, and, w- and interestingly in this wash, episode, rinse, and repeat. They, really, isn't it? In this episode, they actually won. They did. Um, so they all sort of scuppered off to, to fight another day.
1: Um, yeah, they got exactly what they wanted out of this episode, and they did. Yeah. Um, but anyway,
0: we, we we sort of moved away from. Um, Talk
1: about this episode again, haven't we? Um, well, I, 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 I but think actually one of the in, criticisms sir. of yeah. this episode at the time was the new Daleks, wasn't it? Mm. So I suppose it no, I don't, I don't mind them. I'm, I'm quite happy with them. I don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just... I mean, it was just a feeling that they was perhaps aimed at the toy market a bit more than. Well, yeah, because there's there's only was necessary, so, necessary. Yeah, but...
0: there's only so many gold coloured or sorry, the bronze coloured um, Daleks you can sell. Yeah. So. Um, Maybe yeah. they. Maybe it was. Maybe we have been a little bit cynical about it. I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Um.
1: But um. I'd have to see when they're actually these new Daleks are actually properly in action. What they're yeah you know, they're like in that sense. Yeah, sure. Um. But so getting back to getting, the plot. Getting back to the plot. Starts.
0: Yes, as it yeah as it stands. Um. Yeah. So obviously when you when you get up to the the um the Dalek mothership, um yeah, and the, and the new Daleks come out, um. All well and good. The bit, the only bit I did like, is when the Dalek sound effect kicked in. Once the um, once the new Daleks had been created, yeah. Um, you got that 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 hum noise, that that throbbing hum sort of came back. You know, was used, you know, dates back to Hartnell's time. Um, when that started, out, it sort of started very slow and built up to its normal. It's normal tempo. I thought that that sort of, that did actually make the hairs on the back of my neck stand up. That, I thought that was quite that was quite effective.
1: You're um, just remembering that Dalek down in South End, though. I
0: was, yes. <laughs> no, and then I sold my underwear. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I thought that that was good. And then then the new Daleks came out, and and then it it was the usual stand there. Let's talk about all our plans. Blah blah blah, and. I know the doctor was sort of trying to sort of call, or you know, sort of the, the, he was waiting for them to call his bluff with the with the jammy yeah. dodger. Um, but again, it, it was going back to that. It, that was very very tenant like. And again, the bit when he was smacking the the, the iron side dalek about with with that um, with that wrench. Yeah. Again, I can see tenant doing that. And. Um, it wasn't Matt Smith. It was if no. Mark Gates had written that for 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 the for the tenth Doctor, um, and it was all that um, cocky face-off style thing which you actually had in um, Doomsday. Yeah. So I thought, yeah, here we go again. Um, and then, of course, when the Spitfires in space arrived, and you had sort of. You know, oh you be And again, that was tenant. Yeah. And I really didn't like that
1: um coming out of the eleventh doctor's mouth. It didn't it didn't fit right. I suppose you could still say it was early in a regeneration.
0: Well, I dunno, you you've sort of you, we've had that, haven't we? We had that in the eleventh hour, and by the time you got to the end of the episode he was his own doctor. By the yeah. time he got to the beast below, he was his own doctor. And then when it got to Victory um, of the Daleks. It was back to being like Tennant again, or it was or it was written
1: for Tennant. It just it, it didn't sit right with me anyway. Um, I mean, the fact is, with this though, you've got to say it, it's difficult for the. It must be difficult for the writers because at the stage when they're writing it, they've not actually seen how Matt Smith is going to be. True, um, but it was almost as if, like he was told to deliver it like Matt Smith. Uh, like uh, David Tennant as well. Sorry. Yeah. I mean what you could say actually is by that stage the director and Matt Smith should have known should perhaps have been saying can we do this instead because yeah. this doesn't fit my how I how I'm doing it. Yes yeah, my interpretation. Yeah. You
0: know. Um
1: yeah. rather than blaming I don't think I don't think you can necessarily blame Mark Gatiss for that because I think it's difficult to to know how he was supposed to be. Well he I mean writing
0: it. He wrote the dialogue. He wrote that line you beauty. Yeah. Um, so I I do lay the blame square at his feet for that one, I, <laughs> and I'm a I'm
1: a fan of Mark Gatiss, so um, it, it does actually pay me to say this. I know, but you, you you think he's he's writing it in a sense of writing it, probably, probably still thinking of David Tennant saying it. Because I suspect when you're writing something like that, you have to sort of visualise somebody, to... somebody in that position. And you probably, well, at if... that stage, you'd visualise David Tennant. Well, and it would have, would have, I... would have been a, a typical David Tennant line, as well, you said. Well,
0: I sort of disagree with that, because um, if you know you're writing for a different Doctor, you wouldn't per- purposefully write lines that the previous Doctor would say you must be given some sort of a brief before, yeah. you, before you write anything. Or as it's been submitted to Stephen Moffat, who's the showrunner, surely he would pick those things out as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, actually, I could say even more, actually, that Stephen Moffat could have picked that out. Yeah. Because um, you don't know. He might not know, quite know quite how his regeneration has gone to that extent. You know, they might be so that they're still parts of... It's just actually the beast below didn't bring didn't follow that through, so you then did get a
0: yeah, it, it, just, it was just one in between. So. Yeah, unless you know, um, as as does happen, these things aren't um, shown in the order they're made in, as we are now, for, as we found out with with the latest series. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you you, you could be right, but it just it just annoyed me. There were so many sort of tenant-like um, aspects to the Doctor, and they shouldn't have been. Yeah. They really shouldn't
1: have been. It'd be um, interesting to see Mark Gatiss uh, one coming up in Series 6.2 as to how he writes for him now.
0: Yeah, because um, I must admit, he hasn't bettered so far. For me, he hasn't bettered himself with Young Quiet Dead.
1: Yeah. But that was definitely something that was more in his... Domain, if you like.
0: Yeah, I mean, he loves Victorian yeah. England, doesn't he? He, lo- he loves Victoriana. Sort of sort of sort. slightly
1: into the horror side. Yeah. I suspect it was more actually of making that lighter rather than him having to... <laughs> well, well,
0: again, I think he was actually asked to sort of tone it down a
1: little bit. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um... And you do, actually, you said about did I watch the commentary on this mm. as well. I mean, you do get the feeling there was a hell of a lot more shot for this than made it to the screen. Hmm. And whether, actually, if you could have seen that in its entirety, it would have made the second half of this episode would have made more sense. It might
0: have done. Um, As we said at the beginning, it it was so rushed.
1: It really was so rushed at the end. The fact that it went from suddenly, have we got... What can we do to the Spitfire suddenly being? Oh, so that us?
0: that was absolutely ridiculous.
1: If um, you'd had, if you'd had a, a period <laughs> where you could have said there was a few days in between, yeah, or even had a line with this is this is what I've been working on. That's all it needed. That is all yeah. it needed was a little throwaway line just to explain actually, it. Even a line in when he says about the anti-gravity bubbles or whatever. Mm. If they'd have just that tagged in a line there that said, "which we fitted to some planes and we'd we'll be hoping to test them,"
0: yeah,
1: that's say that's all it have, needed. We'd have covered it, that. Yeah, but it's gone. It,
0: it was absolutely ridiculous because it went from like blueprints, yeah, to the next thing they're flying out in space. Um, now I'm sorry that you know most Spitfire parts didn't really get above thirty thousand feet and that was yeah. later mark's of spitfire um that wasn't even the the particular sort of mark's of spitfire that was in operation at that particular point in the war um which again was wrong so <laughs> it was a, yeah. it was the wrong mark's spitfire they were using um so anyway um yeah it's so sort of like so you've got these like pilots all of a sudden they they're flying in space yeah um I know they were called like you know gravity bubbles um, but again, they would have been absolute total shock. I know it's it's fiction, and you've got to give it a certain amount of leeway, but that was absolutely um, ridiculous. Now, when I saw the trailer for that, I thought Spitfire's in... Well, I didn't, actually, I didn't think, oh, it can't be in space. It's got to be um, a Dalek ship at night or something. It was in the Earth Earth's atmosphere, and they were sending up Spitfires to attack it. That would have been more plausible.
1: Ah, uh, I mean, it's just—I don't know. It, it, it's just more the rushed thing. It isn't how plausible it is. It's just more the rushed thing from the fact that, from a moment they're wondering what can we do.
0: Well, I, 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 to the I, I,
1: next minute, they're attacking the ship, and it's just.
0: Well, you you say that. It's, it's just the fact that you have. If you if you can't make it plausible in the time you've got, you shouldn't do it. Yeah. Um, and that's exactly what they've done. It would have made more sense if the um, the Daleks had to come down to Earth's atmosphere to um, switch on all the lights, and they sent up a squadron of Spitfires. Yeah, Now, that would have made more sense. Um, but instead, you had this thing of gravity bubbles at the blueprint stage, then they've fitted up to um, Spitfires, pilots with no training, and uh, next, thing they're flying in space, which is a completely different um, as sort of thing to flying um, in Earth's, at Earth's atmosphere or in an atmosphere, I should say. Um, so again, that, and that just annoyed. It really, really did annoy me. I was so I mean, it was just it was just the disappointment of it, really, because you, know, you know Spitfires in sort of like the Battle of Britain, or uh, 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 sorry, Daleks in the Battle of Britain. There would have been you know the, the potential there was great. But it was just all squandered on this new. That, no, we've got to have some new Daleks. So, yeah, I'm, I, actually, I'm actually getting quite annoyed.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you really haven't forgiven that one in Southend, have you? I haven't, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, no, it's just. Um, I was going to say. Yeah, it'd have been interesting if this had been, say, a two parter. Yeah, if it can be, yeah, you so... could have probably have got up to the point of um Bracewall being uh outed as a, a robot at the end of the first series, first mm. episode. And then you could have had the whole of the second forty five minutes to deal with the Yeah, just giving it more time to,
0: to breathe. Yeah. So that's what it needed. Um although I dare say some
1: people we we didn't want any more. Yeah. That was enough, thank you. We're probably conscious of the fact of the how the Daleks in Manhattan thing went. Mm, yeah. Over two a, parts. Yeah. We just won't yet yeah, give them too much time and we'll end up with another one of those. Oh dear. Yeah, well we'll we'll when we when we eventually get back to series three, um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll take that I mean, one to by, task. By as well. far
1: this isn't the worst Dalek.
0: In oh of, no. Of, no, not not by a, not by a long shot. Not by a long shot. Um but then of it's course like, obviously that brings you to Professor Bracewell. Yeah. And him being a bomb. Um now, okay. Um I can I can go with that bit. They've got this yep. they've harnessed this wormhole, this was it the continuum of obliv- oblivion or something, was it, was, that, was that what it was called? Um yeah, I can sort of go with that. But again the way it was dealt with it was another Deus Ex machina ending. Um yeah. this whole thing about again it was like one of the worst episodes of Next Generation when when Data learns to be human. Yeah. You know, I I it sort of where did this come from? What how how did they sort of decide that you know um, a, a robot who's programmed, being remotely controlled, I might add, um, to detonate, and all of a sudden he, his human thoughts come through his positronic brain that switches the bomb off. I mean, it it doesn't make any sense. What's what's not to stop the Daleks? Just going, I'll sod the countdown. We'll just press go.
1: Oh, it does.
0: Because you there would be no
1: fun in that. Oh dear, it, it was just rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> you could say that in any any villain uh, program, couldn't you? That's got a villain. Look, it, in. It was, they, they all give ridiculously take ridiculously long to to put their plans into
0: place. Oh god, it was it, it was just it was just the fact that the damn thing was controlled remotely, and they could have just switch it on again. But they go, oh no, it's all gone wrong. Quick, Scarpa And it was just rubbish. <laughs> Absolute rubbish. Um, and again, that just reminded me of like a Russell T Davies ending. Yeah, it really did because he just sort of pulled in. He sort of like he, he did all this. Oh, what am I going to? Am I going to end this? Um, and that's how this look, or looked and felt to me. I
1: mean, the other point on that you've got is the fact that they then let him go off, and you think, well. He knows the Daleks are out there. They can return. So let's just leave this bomb wandering around the planet. Oh no! Planet. Um, and again, it was it was yet
0: another um, sort of Russell T. Davis um, sort of trope with the fact that nobody dies. Yeah, you know he should have done. And I'm, I'm getting a bit sort of um, how can I can put it? sort of fed up, fed up with, the, with the, like the cop out all the time. Um, you had that all the way through. Rusty Days with like Donna um, dying, Rose dying, and of course they didn't. Um, and now, of course, we keep getting Rory dying, but that's a that's a different story all to, you know, altogether. Um, yep. But stop, sort of tricking the audience like that. I know they weren't trying to trick the audience in, the, in this particular case, but it, that it just brings you back to this thing again, that in
1: Doctor Who, none of the good guys die. Um, I mean, it could be that he's actually going to make an appearance again at some point. Well, he appeared um, in the Pandorica Opens, didn't he? Um,
0: Because he he showed the painting to Churchill, Vince Van Gogh's painting. By which point, he should have scarpered.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll weather the point on that being that he just realised that they weren't. Once he'd cut on to the fact that they weren't going to do... They weren't actually going to come back for him.
0: Well, cause seeing the last thing you saw him, he was packing his things. Um...
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it just it just sort of. Um... No, I was, I was meaning naturally in any any time frame on Earth, they can now bring him back because you presume he doesn't age. Oh yeah, yeah, there is that. Um, so could I'd, have I'd... an episode set. I don't think... years I'd... time and. Yeah, it could he's I'd, I'd... turn up. I don't think they were. I don't think it was a very
0: <laughs> a popular character from a from a popular story, was it really?
1: No, but as you said he was actually quite He was good up until that good. point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um he wasn't your your stereotypical mad professor. No. And and Bill Patterson is quite a good actor. Um yeah. so it was just a bit of a um a bit of a letdown what they what they did with the character at the end. I actually, I must go back to the Spitfire thing again, not not to slag it off. It was the broadsword, broadsword calling Danny Boy um, thing, which is because for those those of you don't know, it's a line out of Where Eagles Dare, which is one of my favourite films. So uh, I was was glad to, and of course that made an appearance again, didn't it? Yeah, Um, in the end of series six point one. So, uh, yeah, just when you thought you have seen the last of the, uh, as we said, look, you thought you'd seen the last of the uh, Spitfires in space. They make a reappearance. Um, yeah, so I, I was just very, very, um, very disappointed with it then. I'm even more disappointed with it now, if, I, if I'm perfectly honest.
1: Um, yeah, no, I don't, I don't necessarily think my opinion's changed on it. It just was a a bit of a a nothing story that could have actually have been done better and I don't know whether that was just due to time constraints could have been so yeah it's 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 okay I mean I'm not one way or another I don't No, I, they, I don't... they wanted to re- reintroduce the Daleks at least they've sort of done it now that they can now just bring them in at some other point without having to go through this stage of how did they survive why are they we're not going to have to go through that again. No, or shouldn't have to.
0: Shouldn't have to. Um, but obviously, we we don't know what they've what they've been doing in the meantime, do we? We don't know if they've sort of gone back to repopulate Scarrow or just gone on to some other inhabited yep. planet, wiped them out and started again. Who knows? Yeah. So maybe that's for the fiftieth anniversary. Who who can tell? Yeah,
1: you'd, you'd be surprised if it if they don't at least make a cameo appearance at some point mm. from now on but no it's 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 fine I, it was a homage to power of the daleks through most of it and and then probably f- when it stopped being so it just it, it, it lost its way it did yeah
0: completely completely so uh yeah i i, I really can't think of anything more to i, I, I can really add to it to be honest I, really, I you know I really can't um it was just nothing yeah I think that's 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 a that's bad. I think we we I've I've definitely delivered enough bile on this <laughs> yes. uh, on this particular <laughs> particular story um okay now this this leaves us with um what we're doing next week now due to um scheduling difficulties um there won't be an episode next Sunday um obviously we we were going to be doing sort of a um, a torchwood um, special uh, in in light of the, the first episode being aired. Um, but obviously, in, in this, this country, in this country. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, I'll make like, that perfectly clear. Um, yeah, so we're, there won't be an episode next um, next Sunday. So there'll probably be one during the middle of the week instead. Um, yeah, That's now, in the middle of the following week. Middle of the following, not mid- middle of next week. Middle of the following week. So um, again, again, and again, we're not too sure what what the content's going to be. We might do like half Torchwood and then half retrospective, or we might just do a, a, a totally dedicated episode to Torchwood. Um, so yep. we, we we don't know at the moment. So we'll um, it will it will be as much of a surprise to us as it will be to you. <laughs> okay, then. So um, until next time, um, when we we'll be back with. Possibly a whole Torchwood episode, or possibly a half Doctor Who retrospective half Torchwood episode. It is goodbye from me,
1: Phil. And goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye.
0: to leave any feedback about the Who's He podcast or about Doctor Who in general, please visit our website, which is wwwwhos hecouk or you can follow us on Twitter by searching username who's underscore he underscore podcast.